Hello and welcome to So Top. I am your co-host, Bryn. And I'm your co-host, Rich. Welcome to So Top. Episode two. Episode two. That's right. We decided to do it again. We got the, the kid asleep and so we're going to sit down and tonight uh, we're going to talk about what used to be our child's favorite television show, Bluey. We're going to go over our top three Bluey characters that are not in the nuclear family of the healers. So we're not going to talk about, so it can't be Bandit, Chili, Bingo, or the namesake of the show, Bluey. Yeah, so your top three characters from Bluey who are not Bluey, Bingo, Bandit, or Chili. Got it. Got it. Okay. But first, Rich. But first. first. Let's talk about something that happened to you this week that was so top. So top. Something that was so top this week. That I mean, you know this was a rough week for me. Same Uh, uh Within four days, three people that I knew passed away. Mine week wasn't as rough as yours. Uh, so, well, you know, work was tough. and uh, But there's always, you know, there's always some nice that can happen out of tragedy and uh it's this stuff has afforded me to reconnect with some people that i hadn't talked to in a long time and that was very nice and kind of healing and soothing um but yeah that was that was that's probably the so top moment for this week was that at least you know, it got me talking to some people that I really hadn't talked to in a while and sharing feelings with and stuff like that, which was nice. How about you? What was your so top moment of this week? I think my so top moment this week was probably today when I just needed a day. And so I canceled over three hours of meetings because just because. And then I convinced people to order takeout at work. And we ordered crazy kebab. And I had some uh, paneer tikka kati rolls. And they were delicious. That sounds amazing. They were very tasty. I'm sorry you can't eat them. They do have rice bowls. But um, crazy kebab, shout out. If you want to advertise on this show, we're taking sponsors. That is Crazy Kebab in College Park, Maryland. Don't ask me how to spell it because I spell it wrong every time. That's C-O-L-L-E-G-E. No, stop with the spelling. You can't do the spelling every episode. Space. No. P-A-R-K. I meant the Crazy Kebab. It's it's crazy with the K. Well, of course it is. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. And I don't even know if they sell kebabs. Here we are. Kebab or kebab? I don't know. Anyway, um, so we're going to talk about our top three Bluey characters. Um, I'm not super prepared, but I have watched Bluey a lot. We do have some caveats here. We are located in America. Shout out to our international listeners. There aren't any. We don't have those. Um, So we are only basing our decisions off of the first three seasons of Bluey. And only the episodes that have so far been released into the American world. Rich, can you give us a a program note about uh, some conspiracy theories around Bluey? So there are several conspiracy theories that are floating around on the internet, including, I mean, the biggest one is the belief that Chili uh, has 
had a lost child. Before. I think that's confirmed actually by the creator. Is that confirmed now? Okay, yeah. that's good. Uh, she had a miscarriage. Then there's also the big, big conspiracy theory out there that Bingo is not actually Chili's child. That Bingo what? is her <laughs> sister's child. I did not hear that one at all. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's. I think that's coming out of the out of the the second half of season three, which has not been released in the United States. Spoilers. Yet. Hashtag spoilers. Um, and then the other conspiracy that also is out there is that there is some sort of romantic fling between Bandit and Wendy happening. There's so much drama. Y'all, these episodes are only like seven minutes long. And Rich knows all these secrets about them. It's wild. But also, it's really weird. They edit random things out of the American version um, no pooping. No pooping is allowed. No discussion of fluffing. Um, things are rough. We did get the fluffing episode finally, though. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, Rich. Throw throw me a bone here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> throw me a bone here. So, give me a, give me one of your top three favorite characters on Bluey. So I kind of kind of broke it down in my mind of like oh gosh between schoolmate, adult, and then random reoccurring side characters that might not even really have a name or something like that, except for Maynard. Maynard would be in that category. Okay, but, but can you tell that he's the librarian because he's created classifications for each of the characters that we're about to review can you give me the call number for that one no okay go which i don't know so i did not do these categories so I'm, mine will not work like this i'm gonna start you off with my favorite classmate okay and that is honey honey the beagle i know her tail yeah. wag her tail doesn't wag but her body wags right is it that is it that episode that sticks out for you? For Part me? actually, it really is because I am that kid. I was that kid completely. I didn't like. I wanted to play the games with everybody else, but I didn't know how to. Like, if they were playing doctor, I would be the kid that would just show up for my general physical, as opposed to having eaten baby hippos and having them attacking me or. Uh, a cactus and a giraffe landing on me or something like that. Like it's all, you know, everybody else has these dramatics and I'm just like, I'm, I'm here for my physical. My knee hurts a little bit. Kind of <laughs> like that's that, that was totally me as a child playing these kinds of games. And so I related to it, to uh, honey quite a bit in in her uh, personality. And then add in that I had a beagle growing up. Oh yeah. You're biased. And uh, that this is beagle, bias. Max, was the most adorable, lovable dog ever. And uh, he actually wagged his tail the way that... Stop. He, he would wag his butt to make his tail go. Oh, gosh. As opposed to just, like, using a muscle to wag his tail. And it was super cute especially when he was very excited oh. he'd get that butt really going back and forth and oh and he snored and stuff like that it was a he was a cutie and so honey is going into this into this list for me i just want to let you all know that we started this and we're like we didn't really prepare it's okay we didn't write anything down and here comes rich with some categories i, I just this is how i work 
How about you? Okay, What's my your... first one, I don't even know if it's a classmate. You're going to have to tell me. Pom-pom. Pom-pom's adorable. Pom-pom is so cute. She's just a tiny little ball of fluff, and she's a Pomeranian, right? Yeah. And she says, her the line that always sticks with me is, Pomeranians are a small but mighty breed. Yes. So there's the episode with the seesaw where first she can't play very well because she's too small and her worth is proved at the end by being the tipping point to knock Bandit off the seesaw. She just climbs up there against all odds. She does it. She's a, she's a powerhouse. Yeah. I mean, she just she's just also so cute. She is. She's got that little squeaky voice and the... Mrs. Healer. And it's just like a ball of poof. It's very and she's cute. like hanging from the little laundry bar yeah. and she can't get up like one step. Yeah. So cute. So cute. So cute. So cute. As our child has started <laughs> saying about every dog he sees while we're driving the daycare. Is this the place where I tell you that I don't even really like dogs that much? Yeah, I know you don't. I'm a cat person. Yeah. There's no cats on Bluey though. I'm just an animal well there are cats in the universe though okay okay tell me your <laughs> no i know which they talk about cats it's the the where they find the injured budgie copycat oh they find the injured budgie and bandit says i think a cat got to this guy oh no so cats are are a creature in their universe but it seems maybe cats are a lesser species possibly on like dogs have replaced humans and cats are still Cats are the new dogs? Are new dogs, yeah. Okay. All right. Hit me with your number two. Number two is is a parent. And... Wait, wait, wait. Is it Lucky's dad? No, it's not. Yeah. It is Lucky's dad? Yeah. Lucky's, I knew you were going to pick Lucky's dad. Lucky's dad cracks me up. He just goes along with everything, you know... And he's upset. We're raising a nation of squibs. <laughs> uh, but what then is this a nation of squibs. But then he loosens up and uh, just just goes with it. Just understands that like sometimes you just got to do something that makes all the kids happy, you know, kind of thing. So like he's he's open minded and he has a lot of fun uh, and just instantly jumps into whatever situation is presented to him, such as in the uh, feather wand episode where. Like, oh yeah he's just like oh well yeah obviously that feather makes things heavy and just you know his hat's heavy and suddenly it slams him into the ground and yeah you know he just goes with it and it's a it's a wonderful characteristic and to have uppy. when you're around children yeah keepy uppy too he's he's, he's in excellent in there yeah. yeah pat is his name we should call him pat and not just lucky's dad i know i call him Lucky's dad. he has an identity bren do they ever even call they call him pat like one time yeah they call him pat in the episode where he's featured when with a lucky's past the parcel yeah so yeah i thought you would just like him because of the he he seems to love rock and roll music and you also love rock and roll he does he does love the the hard rock and that's uh what about you Okay, well, so this is a tough one, and I have to go with a character from my favorite episode. Do you have a guess? Do you know? Hmm, no. I've got to go with Jean-Luc. Oh, Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc in the camping episode. It's just so perfect. Hello, Bryn. Hello. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. 
we planted a tree together and we watched it grow. Uh, just the way that they he plays with Bluey and like they figure out ways to communicate even though they don't speak the language. And then the fast forward to Bluey when she's older is just like mind-blowing and it's so cute and it's so heartwarming. And then when he comes over and says, hello, Bluey, and you're like, he learned English for her. He learned English so he could talk to her someday camping in Australia somewhere. You're really romanticizing or that. New he Zealand? Didn't, or he did I don't not know. just learn New Zealand somewhere. English to speak with her. He, he most did. likely was forced to take English in school. Listen. Whether he wanted to talk to Bluey again or not. This is how Rich gets caught up in these conspiracy theories because he's always trying to read something extra into it. And it's just a little You're the one reading extra into it by it's saying just a that little Jean-Luc heartwarming learned English story. to... to to talk to a person that he most likely would never see again, but just luckily did. I don't think it was luck. It was the same creek bed and the same tree that they planted as a seed and watched, and it grew over the years. So are you telling me that that Jean-Luc went back every year looking for Bluey and never saw Bluey again until that point? No, he had to save the money. It's not cheap to go from Canada to New Zealand or wherever they were camping. All right. I don't know. I don't know where they were camping. What is your last character? The creek category? is beautiful. No. Oh, my God, uh, it's beautiful. I did think hard about Mackenzie. <clears throat> Mackenzie is adorable. I do like Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Or as Finn calls him, Kenzie. Kenzie. Yeah. So my third is random character on the show. Random character. Random, random reoccurring character. And random it's going to be the busker. The busker. It's Joff Bush, the music guy on the show. I love, I love the busker on the show. He always is like, five bucks. Wow, that deserves a song, and he just plays a song like he wasn't going to play a song before. And then, then like he's got the he's got the tubes in the square, and like he's like encouraging them to dance with him in dance mode and stuff like that. And I like him. I like he's he's a it's a good good little character and a nice tribute to the guy that writes all the awesome music on Bluey and he deserves it because that's what really draws me into Bluey is that the music on the show is awesome. Yeah, the music's so good. I wish the soundtrack that's out there didn't have all the Bluey voices in it though, even though I do love them because I just want to listen to the music sometimes. It's like very ambient, but it just doesn't just want some like recordings that isn't suddenly like they're talking and playing a game and is it keepy uppy it's keepy, it's uppy. keepy uppy and then the song plays oh i, w- I just want to hear it i don't need the keepy uppy keepy uppy thing yeah but yeah i think I, I think i'm going with the busker here he's uh he's got that hipster musician look to him scruffy kind of kind of look with the glasses i dig it i dig him yeah that sounds right yeah. How about you? What's your what's your last last pick? Okay, this may be a controversial opinion. I don't know that many other people would pick this one as their favorite character. Thinking about Bluey, but I just want to say that she she always brings the drama. She always brings the excitement and there's an unpredictable aspect to her personality that is very interesting to watch Bluey and Bingo play off of. And I'm talking about Queen Muffin. Muffin. Oh, Muffin. 
Muffin, she just, you never know what she's going to do. She might show up in the library and not want to be quiet. She might steal her dad's phone and go on adventure through the house. And I do love that episode as well. Yeah. She could show up with a battery-operated car and drive around like a maniac. You just never know what Muffin's going to do. Coconuts have water in them. <laughs> that one's also so good. And here's the thing. Bluey and Bingo, you know, they're not perfect kids, but they're pretty damn good kids. Um, and everybody likes to think that they have a Bluey or a Bingo, but really we all have Muffins. Yeah, Muffin is completely typical, and that's... Everybody is like Muffin's a terror or anything like that. No, Muffin no. Muffin's a normal child. Yeah. At that age. Yeah. And Muffin's I'm sure what you get. If they had like if they ever did like a rewind episode to show like Bingo at that age. I don't know. Bingo would probably be just a bit more of a mild version of Muffin because Bingo is just a year older and is in that want to be helpful and accepted phase. Of, of growing up as opposed to Muffin who is still learning to push boundaries and where they are and what they can do and can't do and um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going with Muffin. I think she's pretty hysterical. Uh, I think she's a, a good uh, I don't know. She's a good I don't want to say foil but maybe I want to say foil to, to Bingo and Bluey so many good muffin episodes and moments. Like we also can't forget when she asked to wear the cone of shame. There's so yeah. many good moments yeah. with muffin. So, okay. So the reason why we had to not include the healer family was also because bingo is just the best character. Bingo is the best. Two bingos. <laughs> Double bingo. It's so good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that episode is heartbreaking. I know. But Yeah. Yeah, Bingo is is absolutely adorable and uh, is the do-gooder child that everybody would want to have and just hasn't grown into the phase where Bluey is at, that Bluey is pushing back and finding her own legs. And then also, I believe Bluey has some sort of ADHD Okay, now situation. who's reading into things now? She goes to a special school that's she does over an not hour away. Go to it's a over an hour away from their house. Oh my god, you're it's reading into school. it. It's a special school. Leave Bluey alone. Leave Bluey alone. Let's go to the army episode. No, I don't want to do an we're, analysis of whether or not Bluey has ADHD. Uh, Rusty asks Jack, so why were you sent to this school? It's just, I just don't buy it. I'm not here for it. I don't like it. All right. So we did talk about the characters we love. I don't necessarily know that I have any characters that are like stinkers. But what do you got at the bottom bottom of your list here? Well, I'm. I, we got to include the healer family in this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have a very controversial opinion. Controversial that is, that opinion. Is contrary to a lot of popular beliefs of of uh, the internet and that is that bandit healer is not a perfect dad bandit healer is not even 
a great dad. He's a good dad for the most part, but he's kind of a kind of a jerk. You're not wrong. And there's a lot of things that a lot of these a lot of Here's these fan pages dad. don't talk about. Like he can be egocentric and stuff like that. That's fine. But it's honestly what gets me the most out of Bandit is his constant need to kind of be seen as better than chili to the kids. Yeah. So like, he's like, isn't mom boring? And the kids go, yeah. And like he just encourages that kind of behavior to like, he bad mouths chili, especially when she's not there to the kids. And that bothers me quite a bit. Like if, if you ever said that to our son about right. me, I would I would be hurt and yeah. you know and vice versa I'm sure for sure so I don't understand why people still put bandit up on this pillar besides the fact that he plays with his kids which yeah it's good yeah but you know at the same time he says very mean things about their mom to them and I don't like that yeah agreed how about you? Okay. This is a character that I think is the worst character in all of Bluey. I did come back around to what I was thinking about when I mentioned Stinkers. I think that the worst character in all of Bluey is Unicorse. Unicorse. I hate Unicorse so much. Yeah. I hate it. And I know that Unicorse would just be like, and why should I care? And I'd be like, you shouldn't because I hate you. Go away, unicorns. And it's another example of Bandit being a jerk. I know. I just can't stand that episode. I don't understand yeah. it. It's not like every episode has to have like some big point to it. But that one, it ends and I'm just like, I don't understand what even just happened here. This might, this might probably also my least favorite episode of Bluey. Yeah, Unicorns is, is probably at least in my bottom three of the of the episodes. It's not your worst. I can't tell. Like there's there was always episodes that I would just jump over sometimes. <laughs> like I'd just be like, I'm not in the mood to watch that one right now or something like that. But Sleepy Time never was skipped. Oh. I will say that. You gotta much. love sleepy time. You gotta love camping. You gotta love What's the one where she's a fruit bat? Oh, fruit bat. Fruit bat. Yeah. Love that fruit bat. That music and fruit bat. I just love the music. and I love yeah. all the music. It's so good. Yeah. Do yourself a favor, folks. Even if you don't want to watch Bluey, uh, go ahead and listen to the soundtrack. What is your opinion of judo? Judo. I mean, there's the episode where she's real annoying, but... I don't, I mean, I don't really know. She definitely, I worry sometimes because she's definitely a single child, an only child. And I, I hope Finn doesn't grow up to be a judo. Yeah, but, you know, I think Wendy is a single mom and Wendy is judo's mom. So I do, I, I don't know what, what is, what the, what the aspects are because Wendy has had a huge character turn. In the show, she's always been presented in the first season as like pompous, stuck up, and like just a, hmm, I don't get to get to be fun kind of thing. And then 
in this latest season, she's like giving Bandit a haircut and entertaining the children and stuff like that. Like she's jumping in into the mix. So yeah, making sure they get their ice cream. Right. So I don't know, you know. Yeah. Where where all that lies and how that's an influence on judo. Yeah. You know. So. Is that your thoughts on judo? I think so. I feel bad for judo. Mm. And I feel like, you know, she's starved for attention and that's what that's what's happening. So she always wants to be in control of things because she doesn't get as much attention as she feels like she probably needs. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But she is just a cartoon, so. Right. right. <laughs> Seven minute episodes, folks. <laughs> Um, any final thoughts here? We discussed our best. We discussed some of our least favorite parts of Bluey. Um, I'm dying for the rest of season three. Although since our child doesn't want to watch it anymore, I guess we're just going to have to watch it after he goes to bed by ourselves like weirdos. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do. Just sit there and watch it ourselves and just feel good in seven minutes at a time. Yeah. Instead, he wants to watch Rainbow Ducks, which is like not actually a thing that exists. And we just keep going to YouTube and typing in Rainbow Ducks and the same five videos show up and he praying that something (laughs) different will be there one day. And he used to like them. But now, as soon as it cuts on, he says, no, no. And it's like there aren't any other videos of Rainbow Ducks. I don't know what to tell you, kid. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not going to ask his teacher because they looked like I was nuts when he was asking for Rainbow Horse. And I asked, do you guys watch something called Rainbow Horse here? And they're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You have mental issues. Please don't talk to us again. Um, So I don't want to talk to the daycare about it because that didn't pan out last time. I can't imagine... That they have something secret called rainbow ducks somewhere hiding away. So yeah. someday he's gonna grow up and we're gonna tell him about his obsession with rainbow ducks, and he's gonna be like, "I don't." What? His obsession really is just rainbows. But he also puts ducks. Rainbow in front of anything. He also loves ducks. Yeah, he does love ducks. But when you put on something that actually has multicolored ducks, no, that's not what he wants to watch. That's not the right thing. That's. I think Rainbow Ducks might just be his name for YouTube at this point. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. He just wants watch to Rainbow watch Rainbow Ducks. He just wants it's to watch just YouTube. He random just wants YouTube to watch stuff. Weird YouTube videos. And like then we find ourselves watching a 10 minute video of ducks being made out of kinetic sand and you're like what is my life? <laughs> yeah, the uh the one duck the one video where all the ducks are made out of Play-Doh and, and then, then they, they smash they them. They flatten each one and do like a weird cutout like cookie cutter cut out on each one after they smash it. It's and it's and like the volume of the microphone is turned way up, so they're like doing ASMR, smashing play doh, smashing play doh ducks and and stuff. And it's kind of like, oh, it turns my brain off. It turns his brain off. It turns everything off. And just, yeah. And then suddenly an hour's gone, and I don't know what's happened. Yeah. So, if anybody out there knows anything about Rainbow Ducks, please uh, tweet at us at... At So Top Podcast. Good one. You got it this time. That's at sign. No, stop. No. None of the spelling, please. Okay. So, at So Top Podcast, uh, 
on the Twitter. Yeah, on the Twitters. Let us know also if you had anything good happen to you. We'll uh, read it out on the air for you here. It'll be fun. I guess we will, Let but like the, we didn't. I don't even. You. I don't even know what our. I don't even know. I think yeah. Laura did tweet at us her choices for uh, movie musicals. So. Yes, thank you, Laura. We should probably pull up her tweet and see what see what she said in there. I think she said Mean Girls. Yeah. I think she said bring it on, but it's probably just because I talked about it. Yeah, let me see if I can figure out how to uh, see our people that tweeted at us. Oh, Jesus. This is what happens when Rich is in charge of your Twitter account. Don't don't let me... He doesn't know how to do the Twitter. I don't know how to do the social medias. Okay, here we go. Bring it on. Waitress, and she loves me. Excellent choices, Laura. Very good. And then some honorable mentions of Matilda, which we didn't discuss. No, we did not discuss Matilda. And we probably shouldn't talk about Roald Dahl right now. No, but I do still want to watch the uh, movie musical version of Matilda on Netflix. I'm all in on that. Yeah. got to watch it at some point. Yeah. Uh, Legally Blonde and Mean Girls were her other honorable mentions. So, rounding it out. Yeah, that's a that's a good good list. Good list. Good list. Good job, Laura. Thanks for tweeting at us, and uh, thanks for, I, I assume, listening. Yeah, um, maybe. And you know the other people that also downloaded and gave us uh, some positive feedback, we really appreciate it. And uh, please keep listening and share with your friends if you tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and then they tell two friends. You've really helped us out, and you could start a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know we were actually, like, trying to get listeners. I thought this was just for, like, posterity or something. Why would we we do this if we didn't want people to listen? Nobody's going to listen. It's cool. Come on. People listened. We had had some decent numbers for our very first episode and, like, just being on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy with the numbers, and that's why we're down here recording again. Okay. In our cold basement. It is cold. It's cold here. All right. Um, so, yeah, if you do have a favorite Bluey character or moment and want to share that with us, please feel free to tweet it at, a, tweet at us. And if you have any other categories that you think it'd be fun to hear us chat about, we'd also be up for hearing that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, tweet at us anything that you really want to say. And uh, as you can see, we'll read your tweet on the air. Uh, Live. Yeah, thank you, Laura. Well, it's not really live as we're recording this. It's live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Fix it in post. Um, you can also have us on a podcast tour to your house where we don't record it and we just talk to you. <laughs> that too. We'll we'll come visit. We'll come. Have a car. We have a two-year-old that will allow to destroy your house while we uh, talk bluey. It'll be good times. All right. Uh, I think for now then... This is Bryn and Rich signing off. We don't have a closing. Yeah, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Bye.